And like also I feel like more insecure actually when I go mm. to like a queer event. Like we say with the whole like masculine presenting, I think on appearance I feel like certain people think they're gonna get a certain energy yeah, from me. And I, I, I feel like when I walk into a room mm-hmm. it's like you know, people are ready to beef me or something. It's like I'm just right. here for a good time. There's but then if I go somewhere like a straight place, it's like okay, I'm not going to get any are. issues yeah. from no one. You know, I'm, I can have the good time that I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, That's interesting. It's so interesting. I do love queer spaces though, and mm-hmm. like I yeah, but I mean, I don't really go out mm-hmm. that much in general. To be fair, I but. mean, I I like queer spaces because I feel like really safe there but also because we have spoken about this before like back in the day when we used to go to queer uh, events like people would screw us or make like i don't know just make us feel uncomfortable because of the way we looked or the way we presented you know what you're saying about this being insecure thing i feel like we kind of had it then Mm -hmm. but also i feel like now because we're a little bit more visible as well there are people do judge our type of masculinity And people do say things like, oh, they're not masculine presenting, or they're not this, or mm-hmm. wh- whatever they want to say, all this stuff. And these people, we're going to see them in these spaces, and they will just be looking. They actually look like they want to fight you. Yeah, <laughs> just because we sit and we have, a pa- and we have a platform and we are just being who we are. So I feel like that insecurity has kind of come back again now that we're visible. Hello, hello, hello. Hello. Welcome to episode 92 of the Tutus podcast. I am Nana. And I am Rose. And together we are Tutus. Boom, boom, boom. Hello. Hi. Welcome. We haven't had a guest today, guys. Um, would you like to introduce yourself? Uh, my name is Jade Annalise. I'm 24. Mm-hmm. I'm a circus artist. Jeez. Yes. Okay. Do you know, I've never met a circus <laughs> art- artist before. Neither have yeah. I. Not no. like sitting in the same room and yeah. have a conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I haven't as well. So this is the first. It's all of our, we're all having first today. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Definitely. Yes. Mm-hmm. So like, for anyone who doesn't know what a circus person is. Artist. Circus artist mm-hmm. person is asking. I was going to say actor. So I don't want to say that. Yeah. <laughs> artist is, what would you say to them? Would you explain it to them? Um, I think it's many things. I specifically specialize in something called seer will mm-hmm. and acrobatics. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's loads of sections to circus and mm-hmm. styles. But I would say, yeah, my style is mostly contemporary circus. Mm. Um, yeah. How long have you been doing that for? Um, about four years. I well, think. Really, four years oh. from your Instagram. It I looks would, like you've been doing it for way longer yes. than four years. I did. I did like a three-year degree mm. in circus arts, and then I didn't even know that I've was been a thing. Professional for like no, neither did I until like <laughs> <laughs> shortly before I decided to join the circus. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, very random, but you can actually get a degree in anything. Mm, okay. I just wonder, how did this even come about? Because Do you know, we're even skipping. We're to be playing a game I right know, now. I'm so we're intrigued. We're playing a game. I'm, but so, I'm so intrigued. Like, how do you become, like, a circus artist? Because mm-hmm. you only, I only really see on TV yeah. when yeah. families go out to, like, holidays and they yeah. see a circus show. Yeah. Yeah. How does, how does that it even... It was actually quite a natural transition. I think I was a gymnast when I was younger, artistic mm-hmm. gymnast. And I did that for like 10 years, 10, 11 years. And then one of my teammates quit a couple of years before me. Um, And then once she got into it, she was like, you have to do this. Like, it's amazing. And I was like, "Mm, I need to get a real (laughs) job. 
but then i watched her perform and i was like it's incredible I have yeah. to do it. so yeah Oh, that's cool. Do you know what? We need to stop getting ahead of ourselves. Because yes. we, we have a lot to talk about. We have so many questions to ask, but mm-hmm. let's get into our game. So we're going to play this or that. Yes. So you don't have to play this or that. So I just yeah, ask yeah, you of this. Course, of yeah. yeah. I thought I was explaining it, but you don't need to explain it. Yes. <laughs> True. Okay. Mm. So this or that. So let's go. Okay. Being in the circus or being a gymnast? Circus, hands down. Really? Mm, I mean, yeah. I do. I loved being a gymnast and I still love the sport, but. There are so many flaws with it, mm. and I like I quit for a reason. Yeah. Um, but yeah, circus. I get like the freedom. Mm-hmm. I get to be who I want to be. I don't have the pressure to have to score the perfect score. Yeah. Um, yeah, school, yeah. Yeah, and I get to bring myself and my own style to everything, yeah. and I get to make money from it. So. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Talk more about you know performing. Big crowds or smaller crowds? Um. <laughs> <laughs> I like I like intimate crowds because you get to connect with them more. But bigger crowds, I actually feel slightly less anxious because you can't see people. Yeah, like yeah. you don't like you can just look out mm-hmm. and like you're just looking in that general direction. Right, right. Um, but yeah, I I do like the smaller crowds and and actually getting to connect and yeah. Where's the, like, the biggest vibe. place where you've performed? Technically, the biggest is um, in Hyde Park. Oh. In front of eighty thousand people, but that was not when I was a circus artist. Okay, okay. that was when I was a gymnast, and I did like this campaign with Katie B. Mm. So I was on stage with her, just doing flips yeah. while she sang. But um, other than that, I don't even know. As a circus artist, I'm not actually sure what my biggest is. Mm. Like Katie B's tickets came maybe. out today. Oh, is it? Yeah. It's really random. Do you know what? When, <laughs> when did you see that? Because I haven't seen Katie B in a while now. Shout out to Emera on Emera's <laughs> Twitter. Oh, yeah, okay. I, I did. I did like Katie. You know, yeah. She got some good tunes, man. Yeah. Okay. We need to get into all this tour business you've been doing as well. Okay. Yes. <laughs> all right. That's amazing. Yeah. All right. So, um, a full English or a Sunday roast? Sunday roast. Sunday roast. Only because, like, in the morning, I feel like I can't eat that much. Yeah. So I don't actually get to like fully enjoy it unless i'm like hungover or something yeah and yeah. a full english like it's nicely yeah. but i'd say sunday roast i'm gonna have to say sunday roast it's just oh it's just beautiful mind you i don't really eat the um veg the green stuff the veg childish and the pasta, childish. was it parsnips what was that yeah. parsnip bangs what do you mean this is childish That's like one of the best bits really? yeah. it's just you the meat and the potatoes for me this weekend I was I went round all of O2 looking for to have a roast. Someone's just craving a roast. And then I went to a pub. I was thinking, okay, a pub has to have a roast, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Didn't have no roast. I just had told in a hole. Told in a hole. That's the closest thing that they had sitting on this podcast telling us he had told in a hole. That's the closest thing they had to a roast, so that's what I had to have. How can it be what is it? Sausage in a Yorkshire pudding? Cumberland Gravy. sausage. Cum- Cumberland oh, sausage. Yeah, Cumberland <laughs> is the best sausage. Cumberland is the best sausage. But Cumberland, and it, but it did have mash as well in there and okay. gravy. The carrots, the carrots weren't really doing it for me. I have to be honest. I saw some brown things when they wasn't doing it. And so, yeah, basically bangers and mash. I had to, yeah, it was bangers and mash. Basically, I had to settle. So I haven't had a roast for a very long time. That's really so sad. I'm gonna say full English because I just haven't had a roast for a really long time. A real roast, mm. but I do really like parsnips. Yeah, I don't think it's since Christmas. Okay, yeah. 
Um, me and Martha used to go to a pub in Clapton on Sundays and have roast. That's nice for you guys. Um, <laughs> one more, I think. Uh, winter drip or summer drip? See, no, see, you're fast. Well, I've got another one after this one. This is the last one. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, I've got one. I'm sorry. <laughs> yes. So, winter drip or summer drip? Winter. I think winter. that's yeah. I, Why? I just I don't think I style shorts very well. So <laughs> yeah, I can't I imagine really that. Hard. Can you? I find it a really stressful experience, like finding a good outfit. With shorts. Um, wow. Into the I have short legs as well. No, <laughs> you need to believe in yourself a, a bit whole more. Situation. No, I, don't I believe that. You know, going from your Instagram, you like a layer. You like yeah, you some do layers. Like a layer up. Yeah, I layer. Like you know. Yeah. I can't layer, you know. I'm not good at it. I'm going to need to come and get some tips. Yeah. <laughs> not good Me at too. it. I'd need some tips too. No, your fashion is like. Yeah, your, fa- your fashion is good. I feel like we have similar style in the way yeah. that we dress. Yeah, do you know what? I've stopped going to. I've. I need to stop. Shopping from high street because it's so boring like i've stopped going when i was in uni it was a bit when i was a bit more you know but since since uni i've been like shopping in the high street stores and they don't always have everything and it's yeah. annoying you can't when you have like something in mind you're not always gonna find it yeah. in the high street store so yeah i'm gonna go back to thrifting um and yeah online or in-person shopping um i think there's more variation online but I like to see how it fits in mm. person. So I think in person, especially as I'm like small and I always shop in the men's section. So yeah. I like have oh, to try yeah. it on. Yeah, <laughs> I get yeah. that. I get some that. men, there's some men small is actually quite big and some is really small. Depending yeah. on the shop. It depends on the fit. It depends on what you get in. Yeah, it's just all different a lot of all things. over the place. Yeah. yeah. What about you? Online or in, the, in the <laughs> <laughs> I hate shopping a lot. I hate I, shopping. And I'm, I'm going to say online. I prefer. I like to try things on and stuff as well. But my bum's too big. They never have my my size. For my bum in the men's section. <laughs> yeah, I would say uh, in person because I like to and I like to shop alone. You don't understand yeah. how oh, yeah, much because yeah, yeah, yeah. yes. I've got a goal and mm. I need to you know succeed yeah, in that goal. I don't want chit chat. No, 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 no. I've got focus. Me, just like walking yeah. through all of the clothes, not actually yeah. looking yeah. at them. Yeah, I really yeah, have to focus. So yeah, I like to shop alone, and then I like to go and change room. I could be there for time because I'm just like makes sense and yeah i love mm. i love going to change rooms yeah. i've learned from you guys <laughs> <laughs> I love that okay so mm-hmm. let's get back into the program oh yeah let's shall, get back into the program shall we get into let's program. start the uni course so what uni was it uh national center for circus arts oh. formerly known as circus space because i know some people might be like <laughs> did, it, did the name change recently there was there was a name change i don't know when they changed it but um yeah, the people who went there when it was like circus space are very like it's circus space. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And but I'm always like NCPA. Yeah. But yeah. And where was that? Uh, Old Street. Wow. Oh, it's, oh, it's like hidden, but once you know it's there, it's like it's massive. It's mm. huge. Where was Old Street? Um, do you know where the Sainsbury's is on the corner? The like yeah, the Sainsbury's. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's literally just like down the slip road, oh. the cobbled street. You know where we went to MC um, Younger May? It must be on that road. I'm thinking where my workplace is. Oh, that's I live. Big. I work near that Sainsbury's. Is it near the station, Old Street Station? Yeah, it's big. Once you know it's there, it's so you know that that's so crazy. Like I would never know about. I don't like know. A you circus can school. You can even what? go to uni for circus. Yeah, neither did I. Honestly, like I was ready to go to uni to study to become a mm. teacher. Mm. And then last minute, I was like, oh, that's so sick. Yeah. That's so. Sick. Yeah. What, so what was that like? Was that mostly like 
practical stuff or did you have some like theory stuff because i i, I studied film and a lot of it was theory based instead of actual filmmaking mm-hmm. so was that like was you actually getting to do physical to stuff? be fair it was very practical mm. um and then yeah we did have our theory classes mm-hmm. but yeah on as a ratio it was a lot more mm. practical than theory based mm. which i'm grateful about yeah did you have to dis- <laughs> a dissertation as well <laughs> no. i did have to do the dissertation no. And is it a three-year course? It's three years, yeah. Guys, if any of you want to do this... Listen, why can't I do that way? Out there? Yes, <laughs> just, I feel like, do you know what? I feel like there's so many things that we don't know about. Like, there's so many things. You might have a talent, but you just might... You haven't honed in on it because you don't exactly. know there's an opportunity to actually exactly. pursue it. Exactly. And, like, I, I did gymnastics for so long. And if my friend hadn't gone to this uni and actually told me about mm. this... I, I feel like I like I just would have wasted my talent and what I had learned over all those mm. years. But like, yeah, I feel grateful to be able to still use my body and still use what I had worked on back then. Yeah. You know, even if it didn't work out the way I wanted it to, it's still yeah. Yeah. Was gymnastics like a childhood thing, and then or was it like early maybe secondary school? And um, it, I I started when I was like eight or seven, and then I left when I was like seventeen, going on eighteen. Mm. so yeah through sort of childhood mm. and teenage years uh but yeah towards the end it was a bit of rocky roads mm. is it quite political in gymnastics can you get there yeah it's 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 a lot just mm. like mentally and i think there's a certain way you're meant to look and act oh. and do things um and then when you i think nowadays it's it is getting better mm-hmm. um but like when you go off of that mm. it's yeah. do you mean like sort of like the way you look like the way you, the way you present, present. Yeah. yeah so i i like when i was what like 16 i started to like come out in the way i express myself and like find out who i am as a person mm. um how i identify i i shaved my hair off when i was like what 16 Got completely off like this it yeah, was it was similar to this back, yeah. yeah um the first time around but my coach just like it's not your conscious business. He was not having but you know, when you it. see gymnastics like on TV and stuff, everyone has like back. the hair slicked yeah. back. Yeah, and and his first really thing was like, mm. your hair's not going to go into a donut. Mm. So um, why does it have to be in a donut? Exactly. Like, I think it sounds like it's something that's more cultural. But it is. It's, it's like, how are people going to view you now? But, what are people going to think of you now? Like. Would but that be judges or that just people in general in gymnastics? Everyone judges, yeah. Did, the coaches around. Did everyone have to have like long hair so they can slick it in a bun? Yeah, pretty much. Mm. So what if someone doesn't have hair? Like naturally, they just don't have hair. I've actually never seen that. I've never seen a gymnast. Yeah, I don't know if I've seen a bold or like when I was a gymnast, I don't think I ever saw a bold mm. gymnast. I think that's not fair. That's discrimination, isn't it? Apart from the hair, where else is there that they say you have to be this way, like physically, the way you look as well? Um, I think a lot of it, I I can't speak for it now because I'm not in the sport, but back when I was training, Mm. it was like, you know, size and the way you're, what you eat and the shape Mm -hmm. you present and like, Mm -hmm. you know, the slimmer you are and the more toned you are, it's like more elegant. Um, but I was never like an elegant gymnast. I was more of yeah. like tumble and do like more yeah. of the powerful kind of tricks. 
so yeah I wasn't the one who did all like the pretty splits and the flexible flexible stuff but um but they still wanted you to have that kind of silhouette kind of but like even with like wearing the leotards I actually enjoyed that when I was younger I loved leotards I loved picking like the coolest ones and wearing the like nice adidas (laughs) um leotards but yeah then you get to a certain age and I think everyone starts getting self-conscious because you are like you're going through puberty it's not Mm. even like about like my identity or like anything like that it was just like I felt very exposed at yeah, one point. Yeah, and like, It kind of comes to terms of your body just changing through yourself anyway. Yeah, yeah. and, and everyone else is watching show, it now. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah so it was a lot. I think yeah. especially if you're not a person who likes to show so much, you know, then I can see that being a bit of an issue because mm. I don't really feel comfortable with showing like cleavage or like my boobs like being exposed or what. So I would, yeah, it'd be probably mm. uh yeah yeah when you cut your hair did you actually get to perform were you able to still yeah i went to a few competitions with my hair shaved um but yeah it was like everyone looking at people yeah or i i don't even know like i don't know if it was then in my head that Mm. i was like feeling like oh my word like people are looking at me but yeah i then like grew it back for Mm. six months Mm like just over six months and it was yeah I just felt very uncomfortable in my own skin and mm. I just yeah I wasn't with it so then I was just like that's crazy I left. can you imagine the amount of people who are like masculine presenting that enjoy doing the sport and can't do but it but they just can't do it because they don't fit their aesthetic and you know they just can't really be themselves in mm. that sport because I actually I've never really thought that I haven't seen it I yeah, yeah but you wouldn't think about it do you, like do you think this industry needs to change then because there are potentially a lot of people who are really talented but don't fit in the mold of a gymnast yeah I think think I think now like especially with like you know your Simone Biles I and like American gymnastics they are bringing more of like themselves into it Mm -hmm. so I do think it is changing and it is evolving and people are understanding that like you can't control everything and Yeah, you do see people with different hairstyles and different shapes and figures within gymnastics and, and like, each of them bossing it in their own way. So I do think it is changing. Um, but, yeah, I don't I don't know how it... how Because back then, I, I didn't identify, I don't think, as, like, a mask presenting. Yeah. Like, I didn't you just know. Yourself, yeah, I was yeah. just me. Like, I was yeah. just trying to do my sport. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't know how... Do you think you would have stayed if it was different? um yeah if if I didn't feel so I love the sport like mm-hmm. I still do but yeah I just I found that like I started to disrespect my coach I wouldn't turn up right, to sessions right. and like now that I look back on it it was because like I didn't like the way he made me feel in certain situations but um I'm still grateful for yeah like he was still an amazing coach and but I just think yeah there were certain aspects that weren't okay but that doesn't take away from the fact that I had an amazing um 10 years as a gymnast I got taught some amazing things and I wouldn't be the circus artist I am today if I if I didn't have Uh, that opportunity back then um so yeah there there are good and bad things but Mm. yeah I don't think I would change anything yeah I mean in the circus I mean I guess you could present whatever you like (laughs) you know yeah (laughs) is it it so definitely less restrictive there yeah, it's it's more open, it's more diverse, and yeah, just free. Yeah, 
I think that if you're gonna be go somewhere and just want to be yourself and present, it's gonna be the circus, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because I yeah. think of, there's no limit to what how you pres- you know how you could present. Like you can actually be anything that you want to be, mm. and I think in a circus, and I think that's like allowed, which is that which seems nice. I feel like we need to go to the circus. Yeah, like, we do. Yeah. And my daughter's been asking me for quite some time. We actually do. But do you do, are there many like black performers as well? Because last week with Cocoa Bar Club, we were yeah. about that with them a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, that that's in their space. So I was wondering what it is outside of that. In comparison to how mm. many like white performers there are, mm-hmm. no. But mm. there are like black performers and performers of colour within circus, mm-hmm. definitely. Um but yeah, I think there's less representation within mm-hmm. it for sure. But this is something like I didn't think about when I got into circus. Mm-hmm. It's only something that I've realized since doing it. And mm-hmm. also like being a mask presenting female within circus wasn't something I thought about before starting. But actually, I don't, I'm sure I'm not the only one, but I haven't seen anyone who I identify mm-hmm. with who I'm like, Okay, we're similar. Yeah. I actually connect with you on that level. I haven't seen that yet. Yeah. Um, How about masculine presenting in general? Because I would have thought there would be loads, no? I haven't. I have Like, yeah, you have your, like, your, like, drag kings and, mm-hmm. and, but, like, nothing, yeah, on the level of just, like, just me being me. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like, this is just me, my everyday. I don't have to do this whole you're not like doing it up as an act yeah I'm bringing myself to the stage the same way and that like you see it within the male circus mm-hmm. artists you know they can just bring their own little swag their own little energy to the stage mm-hmm. so it does exist but it just doesn't exist within the female side mm-hmm. of things not that I've seen right. I'm quite surprised you know I thought you were going to come in and say yeah that's like I'm not going <laughs> to say yeah. people like I just feel like maybe people still I guess like just don't think that they fit in I think I think we we've always said this when it comes to representation. If you don't see yourself like somewhere, mm-hmm. it's hard for you to think, "Oh my god, this is a space for me." Yeah. So I feel like that might be it. But like once people see that you are doing it, they can see that yeah, maybe this is a possibility for me. Yeah. Um. Do you think that like your talent uh sort of speaks for itself? Like, um, because obviously like there's not a lot of masculine percent and there's not a lot of like in comparison to white people, people of colour, and do you think, like, your your talent speaks for itself, or do you feel like there's been certain opportunities that you haven't been able to get because they might have preferred to be, like, a white person? Or um, I, li- I like to think my talent speaks for itself, but at the only place I would say that I've found difficulties or feel like I might miss out on opportunities, I would say, is within the cabaret scene. Mm-hmm. Um, but within other sectors in yeah. circus i do find that i it, it's been a shock to me actually that people want me because of who i am and how i identify and they want mm. that side of things because yeah there are many serial artists out there but they they wanted yeah to have mm. my vibe and my essence and whatever that. it was that they were wanting so mm. yeah but i i definitely say within the cabaret scene i i feel limited yeah um mm. And which is why I, I love the Coco Butter Club because mm-hmm. before I performed with them, mm-hmm. like I didn't actually think cabaret was an option for me really. Mm. Like 
but I was okay with that because there there are other ways to do circus. Like yeah. that's not the only yeah, thing, yeah. you know, that circus is. So I was just like, okay, that's not going to work for me um, because I can't be what they expect me to be. Right. Was that because of the way you present? Yeah, mm. I mean, like, yeah, I think there's certain expectations that come with being a female, yeah. um, especially within the cabaret scene. And I'm not going to feel comfortable wearing near to no clothing or like tight clothes um and i think that is a big part of what cabaret is Mm -hmm. to certain people um yeah but the spectacle doesn't need to be what i wear Mm. i think and yeah i'm just grateful that coco bus club gave me the opportunity to show that Mm -hmm. and to prove to myself that actually i can entertain and i can be seen as sexy Without having to yeah. be half naked. Because mm-hmm. you sexy child. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Shout out to the so Coco Do you know what? Up. Let's talk about <coughs> the circus here. Like the actual culture of in itself. So in my mind, this might be really stupid by the way. <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> I'm intrigued. <laughs> You're intrigued. I'm scared. <laughs> in my mind, you have like a circus family. Like you have the people that you train with all the time. You put on shows together and you go around to different places. And that is your circus basically. Mm-hmm. So is it just that or do you move to other places? How does it work? I I think you're thinking of like the more traditional side of circus, yeah. like mm-hmm. the circus tent. Yeah, yeah, like that's what comes yeah. to Prinsley Park. That's yeah. what I'm thinking of. Yeah, and that, that still like exists, but I'm actually very like solo. I train on my own. Um, I'm, I'm currently on an acrobatic tour. And so mm. I do a lot of training with a with my company um and we go around to different places and perform so in a sense yeah i have that little family and that little bubble mm. at the moment whilst mm. we're touring but when it comes to my serial that is very solo based and yeah. i yeah get jobs here there and everywhere doing whatever mm. it is so what kind of jobs do you get like outside of the circus like you said that you were on stage that time so can you do like music videos and like different stuff like I'd that actually i haven't done a music video yet but i would love to if anyone's so listening anyone, yeah. <laughs> yes, <hi. laughs> i yeah. would like to but yeah i i suppose people don't know really about it so yeah unless they see it but yeah. yeah when you have people that have like really like wild minds that like they just think outside the box, box like, yeah. I, I, I want this at my wedding i want this at this and stuff like yeah. that that's when i guess there's so well, many things that you could do like music videos as you said yeah because when you said katie b i was thinking oh music videos yeah. I was thinking. Yeah. and like, obviously live performances as well like backup live stuff yeah. like there's so many yeah i'd love to do it all mm. so how's the tour going really well it's almost coming to an end now oh, okay um the end of september but it's been amazing, and it's just been nice to actually be able to do stuff. Because yeah, of COVID, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. I count myself very lucky to have been able to have consistent work and go around and see different places. I mean, it's been, like, all UK-based, obviously. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, it's still been amazing to yeah. do stuff. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> do you know when I was watching your videos, I was thinking how like when you fall down and stuff i was gonna say that your hand and your hands as well like great great for hands yeah you see me i can't do because i'm too squirmish i'm too as soon as i get a little little, i'm exaggerating i'm dramatic all of this stuff so (laughs) so like how do you just get up and continue even though that you just hurt yourself or something real tolerance isn't it (laughs) i don't have it in me i need to know i'm used to it i don't know like I think gymnastics also taught me how to yeah. fall. Yeah, and get up again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, 
a lot of people ask about like how I don't roll over my fingers, mm. but it's it's actually very like it's it's yeah. not often you will ever roll over your fingers. Mm-hmm. Sometimes if I'm learning a new trick and I forget, like I'm focusing on the technique mm-hmm. and I forget, but even then if I do, it doesn't hurt because it like yeah. goes quite fast. But have you had any like you know not serious but serious semi serious semi serious <laughs> injuries not really we are so fascinated Do you know we don't know we ask yeah, so many questions <laughs> i know <laughs> i wouldn't know not not anything serious i actually watched a lesbian film that was about the circus mm-hmm. really what was it called trip and velvet she go check it out. Yeah, no, I watches a lot of films. So <laughs> she watches a lot of films, and they're always lesbian films. Hundred <laughs> percent, all the time. Always looking for lesbian films. Um, yeah, you should check it out. Like yeah. two people fall in love from being in the circus. Do people always fall in love in the circus? Have you fell in love at the I circus? Think it gets messy. No, I haven't. But <laughs> it does get it does get messy. I think. Mm, yeah, because you're imagine. together for like. You know, but if it's yeah, in the traditional and also time. like some yeah. of the work can be quite intimate. Yes. Like even though you're playing characters, like you are up close and personal. So mm. I think it is like fairly easy to sort of yeah. Mm. That is true. I don't think about duos. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I just think about solo. I'm thinking about people like doing tumbles. That's what I'm thinking of because I work because we're Instagram. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just, I'm so done. So the people might want to know: Are you single? I'm not, no. Oh, I'm damn, I'm sorry. Yes. <laughs> we try. Yeah. No, no, we you know, we try for you. You know, we try. It's great for you to ask. It's great for you, but, we, you know, we try because, we you know, have to ask. The community we have, is a bit... We, we love love, though. On this podcast, we love love. We do love love, yes. love because we, we're... I don't know if you know, but we're both in relationships. Mm-hmm. So um, we love love, but we just wanted to find out just in case. And I'm sure the people no, would want to know. They might do. Yeah. Okay, so another thing we want to talk about today is, like, femininity within being masculine presenting because you know like some these i guess it's on a spectrum with your masculine presenting Mm. some people are really really masculine and some people are i guess a bit like us that we're still quite feminine and stuff like that so uh, we just want to speak about how for you how you express that femininity within yourself the way you dress the way you dress and everything like that i think for me um on appearance i might well, I seem more masculine, but actually, when you meet me, I think that's when you see my femininity. Mm-hmm. Um, I, well, I mean, obviously, my voice is quite high pitched, mm-hmm. um, but even just like characteristics, I think people are shocked that I'm quite feminine in the way that I act, and like a lot of my friends like always joke around that like <laughs> people think that I am this thing, but actually, if they get to know me, like I, I am quite a diva. Yeah, mm-hmm. like I. I am quite feminine in my characteristics. Um, but yeah, like you say, it, it's on a spectrum. So spectrum. So when like I say I am masculine presenting, it's not going to mean the same thing to the next person else? who says it. But I do think that some people see it as this one thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. Because you don't like, well, you don't refer to yourself as like masculine presenting, do you? Um, I do. Do you know what? I do now mm-hmm. but I feel like I do that as a way to sort of give people a, a better understanding of who I am mm-hmm. um I, I feel like I find it really hard to identify myself sometimes mm-hmm. and I feel like it's such a task so I just try to see what categories I fit best into yeah, and yeah. say okay this is 
what best describes me to the best of my knowledge but yeah. it, it is so fluid and like it's so hard to put your finger on it and be like this is who I, I am I feel like that as well because I feel like um I don't know because I think we see ourselves in different ways and people see us differently as well so like I remember speaking to one of my friends um and she was like you keep saying you're masculine presenting but <laughs> I don't think you're masculine presenting exactly. and he, he says it to you Dapple says it too. He says it about <laughs> both of us. Do you know what I'm saying? So it's quite, sometimes it's quite hard because some people will be like, oh yeah, you are quite masculine. And some people are like, no, I don't really see that. So sometimes yeah. I'm just like, oh, like what am I actually? I don't really know. Yeah. Like, So I feel like it is kind of hard sometimes to identify. Yeah. Do you know what? Yesterday I was thinking about pronouns and I was saying that, do you know what? I don't think I really care about pronouns. I don't care about gender. Because um, yeah. I was, somebody was talking about, I see some people that go back and forth. And you know, that's that's valid. That's their journey. And that's how they want to, I guess that's how they come to terms with who they are. But I was I was just thinking, do you know what? A lot of the time it's because of how other people perceive yes. you. Like, I just want to be me. Do you know what I mean? I just want to mm-hmm. be me. I just want to exist as me without like all these labels because all these labels mean different things to different people. Yeah. Yeah. And it's even masculine presenting as well. So I know that sometimes, I don't know if you've dealt with this before. Like if someone says, Oh, um, if I'm saying, Oh, masculine presenting, it's like, no, you're not. Sometimes it's like, right. Like, how are you going to tell me what yeah. I am? You kind of, I, I guess it kind of, I kind of shits on your masculinity a little bit that you're you're holding on to. You feel you also feel like you have to sort of prove yeah. your masculine side when it comes out in different ways yeah. and different forms. Um, but yeah, I feel like it it's fluid. But when you say it, it's so rigid in people's minds of yeah. what it actually means. Yeah, I do feel like a masculine presenting is like definitely better than the terms that we had before which was just well, like stars and stuff like that yeah them, because oh I, just I was like i cannot use the shit out of yeah. me like i was like, I, like so what are you yeah. like i'm nothing <laughs> yeah. Yeah. i didn't like that stem like that stem word. oh the stem one did and then start i just felt like i just wasn't no offense to anyone who's no offense. yeah no offense no offense at all everybody's different that's why i don't feel like you can label people because everyone yeah. is so different and like Everyone's just unique. You, this like I'm not the same as you. I'm not the same as you. Like it's just that's why the labels don't, it doesn't work. Yeah, labels don't work. It, they don't we work. Should, I think we should just allow people to to yeah just to do. I just want to be yeah. a major star. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I mean I don't know. I guess it's um I don't know. I don't know if people ask you like even people even within the LGBT community when they ask you like what are you and mm. stuff like that. I feel like because especially if it's in dating scenarios, they're just trying to get, okay, what am I going to get from this person? Yeah. What kind of dynamic is our relationship? What it might what it might be like and stuff like yeah. that. I think that's why they ask. Have you found it like with dating women, like before that, they've expected you to play up to this oh gender role of <laughs> masculinity? <laughs> what I hated when I was on the dating scene was like meeting someone and them expecting me to be this What's this hard stud. body person? Yeah. yeah. And then they meet me and they're like, <laughs> and I can like I can literally see it happen. Mm. They're like, who is this person? Yeah. But I'm just like, I can't hide I can't play this yeah, act that you want me yeah. to play. No. But like they really do want me to bring this like seriously masculine energy and I'm just like trying to be me yeah if you don't like it then you don't like it yeah, but yeah so many people are just like after the first day they're like is it oh. for me. yeah but because because of the masculinity thing yeah just like they're expecting people play up to gender roles a lot though 
They do, yeah. They really they do. do. It's, and it's weird because you'd think, oh, this is a gay scene and we're trying to like deviate from what's considered the norm. Mm. But no, we do, we do subscribe to a lot of heteronormative. to yeah. all yeah. that bullshit. And yeah, it's yeah. really interesting because I experience like similar things like with dating women. They expect me to be this, you know... Extra masculine person. Extra masculine person. And I'm... I'm not. I'm a little bitch. And that <laughs> is me. <laughs> and you're going to have to take I'm definitely the bad bee in my relationship. I'm definitely the bad bee in my relationship. You are the bad bee in your relationship. She looks like the bad bee, but I'm the bad bee. Deep down, it's me. <laughs> How long have you been together with your, with your babes? Uh, almost four years. Oh. November. That'd be nice. Yeah, we're, okay. we're well in there. That is, you're basically <laughs> married then. Four years is quite a lot. In, in, queer, in queer world. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In yep. queer world. In queer world, you guys have been in it for about 100 years now yeah yeah, yeah i would say oh that so everyone's well. okay with not being in the in the in the ghetto that is the dating no, world i don't miss do you miss day? well no, i, I don't anyway, you know i don't and like i see my friends dating mm. and i'm just like i'm so glad it's not me it's tiring it as is well. so tiring it's a lot of energy drama everyone knows everyone mm-hmm. what kind of spaces like did you go to or do you go to now when I was younger, I was around Soho a lot, mm. a lot, a lot, mm. more than I. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> because when you first come out, that's all you hear. Like, okay, yeah. Soho's the place to go to yeah, meet yeah, people. Yeah. So we've all been there. So you're just trying to meet as many like gay people as you can. Yeah. 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 Exactly. You meet all these girls and yeah. you know, you're going to impress them and stuff like that. Yeah. Mm. So naive. But it's, <laughs> <laughs> and now I don't, I don't really go like, mm. oh my I don't really go to gay clubs. Is that a bad thing? <laughs> no, it's not a bad thing. I think um, we we kind of stopped going to gay clubs too, didn't we? Yeah, apart In from our own night, we yeah. don't go to mm. um, gay clubs. Why do you think that is? Because I don't know. I just, I feel like for me, I've j- it's just lost its appeal for me. I'm not interested in going to, because I feel like there are queer people everywhere. And like, also I feel like more insecure actually. When I go to like a queer event, like we say with the whole like masculine presenting, I think on appearance, I feel like certain people think they're going to get a certain energy yeah, from me. And I, I, I feel like when I walk into a room, mm-hmm. it's like, you know, people are ready to beef me or something. It's like, I'm just right. here for a good time. There's but then if I go somewhere like a straight place, it's like, okay, just I'm not going to get any are. issues yeah. from no one. You know, I'm, I can have the good time that I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, that's interesting. It's so interesting. I do love queer spaces though, and mm-hmm. like I, uh, yeah. But I mean, I don't really go out mm. that much in general. To be fair, I but. mean, I I like queer spaces because I feel like really safe there. But also because we have spoken about this before, like back in the day when we used to go to queer play, uh, events, like people would screw us or make like I don't know just make us feel uncomfortable because of the way we looked or the way we yeah, presented. Yeah, do you know what you're saying about this being an insecure thing? I feel like it, we kind of had it then, mm-hmm. but also I feel like now because we're a little bit more visible as well, there are people do judge our type of masculinity yeah. and people do say things like, oh, they're not masculine presenting or they're not this or mm-hmm. the, whatever they want to say, all this stuff. And these people, we're going to see them in these spaces and they will just be looking, they actually look like they want to fight to you. Yeah, <laughs> just because we sit and we have a and we have a platform and we are just being who we are. So I feel like that insecurity has kind of come back again now that we're visible. Mm-hmm. But um, it doesn't mean that I'll be scared to go in those spaces though. It's just, that I guess I'm a, bit, a little bit more weary yeah. of who's watching. And yeah. and when you're, when you're focusing on that, you're not focusing on enjoying yourself. Exactly. Yeah. So... But you should come yeah. to our events. Our events are great. I will. 
will. I think it's actually good vibes. Will, yeah. I'm, I'm saying that never so the rest are not like <laughs> <laughs> some of them are let's not let's not lie. Some of them are not good vibes. <laughs> but it was actually good vibes and you know, you have some fun. I and will, do you know what? Actually, do you know what? I actually feel like However, a lot of the masculine presenting people are like us. Yeah, the people, yeah. That, the people that we surround ourselves with and the people that actually come to our events and stuff, they're like us, they're masculine presenting, yeah. but they're not afraid to sort of like show their femininity yeah. or, or let those, the masculinity and femininity both like live and, you know, express that. So I definitely feel like you fit in. You should bring your girlfriend. Okay, nice. Definitely feel like you'd fit yeah, in. Yeah. Come along. Yes. Yeah, please do. Like Have you ever thought of a time where you've kind of, like kind of fakes the masculinity because you just couldn't be asked or anything like that. Oh yeah, I've definitely faked it. Or just yeah, to even I impress think, somebody. I think in certain spaces, like I feel like I yeah, I will yeah, fake my masculinity just because I know it will be easier mm. in in a way than yeah, raising questions. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um yeah, definitely. I've, yeah. I've found myself in many of those situations, yeah. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know that. Yeah, I guess when I was younger, <laughs> especially like young, I feel like um, I remember the first time I went to a gay rave and I didn't really have any boys' clothes, but <laughs> and then I was like trying to find everything that was as close as possible. And oh my God, the outfit was so bad. But I remember, yeah, and I just walked in and I just saw all these stuff. I was thinking, okay, me too, let me, <laughs> let me do it as well. But it just, it wasn't me though, do you know what I mean? And yeah. even after that going on like, um, dates with some girls and I knew what they were expecting and stuff and I'll try to like act up to what they're expecting mm-hmm. even if my ex-girlfriend as well I, everyone that she had a crush on was like extra masculine and in the way that their demeanor was and I wasn't that so I felt like mm, I might even attack because and I tried to be attacked because of that but um never do that guys just be yourself no, never. always exactly. yeah never do that always be yourself so I'm glad I'm in a relationship where I'm being accepted for me yeah only and that is it but um yeah how about you me i think i have definitely when i was younger like around 20 2011 yeah around that time when i was coming out onto the scene and stuff like i just felt like i just felt like i had to be very masculine like the one day i went i went i was wearing a bow tie there was one time i was wearing you were a bow tie to the club (laughs) you know (laughs) which people actually used to though you know back in the day there was this there was there was a time where everyone the fashion was a bit weird it was quirky you know when people was wearing the big glasses and the big like (laughs) chains and stuff yeah so i was wearing i remember i was wearing like a like some shirt and some bow tie and like i was color coordinated and gray and it was a oh calamity. <laughs> it was a calamity. <laughs> <laughs> it was a long time ago, but yeah, I did definitely try and and it just wasn't it just wasn't me. Like, yeah, I just didn't feel comfortable. I remember not feeling comfortable. Mm. And even though when I then back then I was still still a bit more feminine, it wasn't a natural progression into who I am now. As I've allowed myself to do that, it was oh I have to be this way because everyone ex- expects me to be this way, mm. yeah. and that's not the right way to you know. Okay. No, you have you got to look for yourself, haven't you? You got to look for yourself. You got to look for yourself. But um, even now, like, how would you guys, apart from your demeanor, like, how do you guys express your femininity? And is it important to you to express it as well? Hmm. Question. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, you know, because I've always been. It's hard. It's hard, you know, because I've always been like this. I think the only thing that's really masculine about me is the way I dress. Like I so it's just it's just what it is because even in the bedroom I wouldn't say that 
I'm always a dominant one. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So I would say it's just really in the way that I dress because I've always been like this. Like, and even my sister, like, obviously she's seen me grow up and all this. Yeah. And she's just like, you're so, like, you, everything about you is just so feminine. Like, the way you are is just so feminine. It's literally just your clothes. Yeah. And I feel like we're literally <laughs> the same. <laughs> <laughs> I do, I speak, yeah, I do this a lot. Like, I'm just, <laughs> that's one way I show my femininity by doing this. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's just, it's just the way I am. So it's like, and that's why I feel like when it comes to masculinity and femininity, it's not just reserved for one gender. Like one is not just reserved for one gender. Yeah. And I feel like that's what society needs to move towards because I feel like masculinity and femininity both can be quite like a prison because if you feel like, oh, you're supposed to subscribe one way, yeah. you're going to feel stuck and you're not going to be able to express yourself the way that, you know, you naturally need to or want to. So, yeah. yeah. Exactly. And I think like similar to what you were saying, mm-hmm. when I was younger and like, being feeling more masculine presenting and then feeling like I then had to play this whole masculine role mm. um and then to now like growing up and actually realizing that I can you know wear masculine clothing but also show my feminine side yeah. and like that be okay and it it works mm. and like even if it doesn't work for other people that's it's okay because yeah. I feel confident and very comfortable in who I am Mm -hmm. um but yeah when you feel like you are putting on this whole act it's tiring really like you can't keep it going you know you can play an act for so long but yeah it's so nice to just really feel like I dress like this Mm -hmm. I act like this and that is just how it is yeah it's quite mentally draining isn't it it is draining because it's a whole act it's a performance like and you have to keep that going Mm. so people can believe that's who you truly are yeah i feel like even for me as well i think i think it's quite important for me to express my femininity as well Mm. because it exists Mm -hmm. do you know what i mean i don't want to suppress a a part of me because it it just exists Mm. and um but i definitely feel like i do express it mainly in my demeanor and maybe even some of my interests as well and also even like friendships I'm more, I think I'm more drawn to people who do express theirs as well. Even mm-hmm. in, in men as well, in cis, yeah. um, hetero yeah. men as well. Yeah, same. Um, and even though they don't necessarily express their femininity in the same ways, but maybe they might have something that, that is meant to be soft. You know, they say soft is meant to be part of femininity. And yeah. So, and they're a bit more understanding. Like, even those kind of yeah. things. Yeah. It's not necessarily. a bit more sensitive. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Like, even that, I'm, I'm just drawn to those kind of people, I same. guess, a bit more. Yeah. I feel like as well, you guys have probably experienced it. Like, I don't really get it now with guys that I'm friends with, but definitely like when I was in college, a lot of the guys then deem me part of like the mandem. I'm not the mandem, please. (laughs) I'm not part of the mandem, please. It's it's a lot. And like, you just Mm -hmm. find yourself like in these conversations and you're like, (laughs) I am a female. Like, like, do you know what you're talking about? So, yeah, I feel like a lot of... Like, what kind of things do they say? What's the wildest thing they said? And you're just like, huh? You know that you're talking about me right now. <laughs> I don't know. It's just the way that they they sort of approach the chat around mm. women and girls that they like. And it's like they genuinely like them, but it's context that they talk about it in <laughs> yeah. front of their friends. I'm like, you're serious. Mm. Yeah, I'm always on like don't ever get twisted just because I buy clothes from men's section I'm always on women's side yeah, <laughs> all the time always <laughs> always <laughs> like yeah. uh, listen uh, 
you got your your male privilege over there. I'm always mm-hmm. gonna be on women's side. Yeah. yeah. Do you do be misgendered as well? Yeah. Mm. I th- yeah. And I but know, I, I think that you would. It yeah. triggered yeah, me when I was do. younger. Mm-hmm. I, I think it triggered it, a lot. I like was on a real defense if somebody got it wrong. Mm. But I think that is also because I was finding myself still mm. and trying to understand everything. But now I just I choose my battles. So if someone is like. I mean, sometimes it is just a genuine mistake, and that is totally okay. Um, but it's when, yeah, people sort of put their opinions in it and stuff, and mm. then I'm like, mm. but even then, I'm just like, I'm so comfortable with who don't I care. am now. I really don't care. Like, yeah. the world is so like the world like people look at things with such a gendered scope, like with gendered lens, because it's just like literally if they see you wearing boys clothes they just look at the clothes they don't even really look at you but then also like what is like a man or a woman supposed to look like as well there's Mm. also that and I feel like just because we have these ideas about how men and women are supposed to look that's why even misgendering happens like yeah Yeah. you know you know even in our defense sometimes I remember before I say things like oh can't they see my boobs and stuff like that but you know who's what is that what does that yeah. mean it doesn't mean anything no. so i remember like even stuff like that i had to like kind of re-educate myself and check myself no if someone misgenders you you just have to you just have to correct them mm-hmm. if you want to correct them mm-hmm. and i don't think you should say things about your body mm-hmm. to correct them because it's that's irrelevant that's not what gender's all about yeah and even the other day like someone said said it the other day and i was like do you know what Anybody can have a chest. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. anyone yeah. can have boobs. Yes, yeah. so I was like, you know, I hate, I, hate, I get you're offended, but anyone mm-hmm. can have a chest. So you, because you could be offending somebody by saying that as well. Yeah, yeah, and they were yeah. Like, yeah. Do you know what? It's true. Thanks for correcting me. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Very, very. But that's what I'm saying. Like, gender just needs to go out the window. Like, it's just not important. Yeah, yeah. It's not important. It's not, it's not important. So we're gonna talk about fashions. Oh, the fashions. The fashions. Yeah. So, when did you know you were a fashionista? You're a fashionista child. Mm, <laughs> you are, you are. About this. See, I, <laughs> I get really stressed when people are like, oh my God, you're so fashionable. I just, I like, I really do just like wear what I feel comfortable in, mm. whatever that is. Like, mm. that's, what, that's what fashionista say, it's just natural. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, so it's just natural. No, I, I don't know. Like, I've, I've always been like, I've always worn very boyish clothes mm. there was a very short phase where i tried to wear like female clothing but also i got away with wearing boyish clothes because i was an athlete mm. so most of the time i was in tracksuits and yeah. it was like oh jade's an athlete so mm. she's <laughs> in that attire um but yeah I don't, I don't really know when i sort of actually picked up and mm-hmm. really because the instagram is really giving oh yeah it's really <laughs> if you go really on the giving. page yeah, and you don't watch the what is it the highlights yeah, you would think that you're some influence. Yeah, you think you were like a fashion influence. Yeah, wow. yeah I feel like you are that on the side. Let's be honest. Yeah. A little bit, a little bit, a little yeah. bit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. With my little, like two thousand followers. <laughs> no, it, it actually doesn't matter. It, like, it actually doesn't matter. No, you can still get ads and stuff with that with that many followers. I think so too. Yeah. I think, are you interested in like going that route, or I mean, you know, I know you're, like you're a circus artist, but are you interested in like definitely, definitely? Um, I I recently. I suppose I'm allowed to say it, but I recently um, got onto an agency. I mean, I'm still like onboarding, but um, and that is through yeah the they are intrigued by the circus and the connection with my fashion Mm -hmm. and like who I am and um, yeah 
the niche of yeah. the circus, but also the way that I look. I think I don't want to sound cocky, but I don't think there is anyone, anyone who looks you. the way I do that can do what I do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, I definitely um would like to do more of that if, mm. if the opportunity is presented. I'm glad you said that. I mean, not to sound cocky or anything, because that's exactly what I was thinking. There isn't anybody that looks mm. like you that's doing what you do. Yeah. So and I would love there to yeah, be, yeah. you mm-hmm. know. Um. But yeah, I mean. Yeah. Mm. The Instagram thing is good though. It's yeah. It's popping. It's popping. Amazing. I mean, you know, I like clothes. So, you know, I love the Instagram. Do you, so do you edit your pictures? Do people, do you know, we don't know to talk about this. Like people always want to know these things. I feel like every, lots of people want to do the influencing thing. Yeah. Do you know what? We keep calling it the influencing thing. Is it influencing? What is it then? Okay, let's just say it's influencing. <laughs> <laughs> do the influencing thing. And I mean, a lot of people, especially masculine presenting people i don't really see the many people that dress in men's clothing um getting a lot of the hashtag ads and the partnerships true i don't see it that frequently as i do for uh maybe cisgendered men and cisgendered women that dress more feminine so i think it would be good to see some to see some from you as well yeah and i feel like a lot of people want to do it but they just feel like it doesn't the bag isn't there for them so they don't want to do it but i do feel like maybe the bag isn't there as much it is as it is for cisgendered like men Mm. yeah i definitely think it it is harder and um i followed um do you know roxanne on yeah yeah. Yeah, she's been on here as well yeah yeah i followed her for for a while and like i i think in terms of seeing something and being like actually i relate to that even though like i mean she's a creative Mm. but like we are in completely different worlds Mm -hmm. but i do that i see sort of myself in her a little bit Mm -hmm. and like Mm -hmm. yeah i've i inspired to sort of take that kind of I think yeah um, she's doing it she's had a really yeah, good year like yeah, yeah. She's she's adverts yeah yeah, yeah. I love and it. Instagram stuff I like it. yeah <laughs> I love it like she's doing so well I saw yeah. her like in a car advert. was it a Mercedes advert I I thought, I'm sure it was a Mercedes advert and it was, was the hair dyeing one yeah yeah, yeah she's doing and I saw her in um in a show as well feel good it was oh yeah show. yeah I watched yeah that, yeah. Um, yeah she was in that in a club scene what's that like a she don't watch TV. Less- it annoys me. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting there. <laughs> getting there. So how did you like get through lockdown? Not watching. My girlfriend talks a lot. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna need you to stop. Listen, Twiggy, I'm gonna need you to stop. She likes to talk about feelings and like horoscopes and like, the chart, and she likes to talk about goals and. That's nice. That's what we did all That's lockdown. great. But not every day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I picked up cooking in lockdown. Maybe that's why I picked up cooking. You did pick up cooking. Because, you know, not that I was trying to get away from you, baby. No, it sounds like <laughs> <laughs> You had to go to the kitchen. <laughs> I had to. We, yeah, we, we actually we watched um, uh, Married at First Sight, Australia. Did you it? And Made in Chelsea. We haven't finished it, no. Okay. We've been watching it for months. We haven't finished it. And whenever I start to watch something by myself, she wants, she wants me to wait for her to watch it. I start watching click, is it clickbait? Yeah. Other day on yes. Netflix. Netflix. Yeah. I, I have I'm one barely episode getting through. Left. Oh, I'm really? on episode one. <laughs> I'm on episode, I'm on the wife episode. I can't remember what episode that is, but yeah, it's, is that, does it get good? Because I feel I'm like. I'm really into it. I was but like, I've literally binged it, like, literally um, like two days. And I'm, I'm yeah. going to do that. I'm going to do that. Not, actually, not. I'm probably going to do it. Yeah, I'm going to do it. Why not? I stumped to it tonight. 
Okay, yeah. Okay. It's not. Fair enough. I don't yeah. Because I started and then she was like, please, can you wait for me? Yeah, you're, never, you're never going to watch that show. <laughs> you know, I've, been, I've been waiting it. to watch, yeah, a program. The program launched last year, November. It was like one-off episode. That what is it? We haven't watched it. Did you know about Damian Taylor? Oh. Because Yinka presented yes. it. So I wanted to watch it. And also this day, because she always says it sounds really depressing. And so why can't which she, is fair why enough. Can't you just watch it But she doesn't want me to watch it by myself. I'm going to just lie. I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to just lie. And even It's a Sin, I still haven't watched It's a Sin. As well, I haven't. I've got a whole list for you, sis. You know, bring the list. Bring the list. Whole list. She's bring not going to watch. She's not. She's I'm going to watch it, guys. I have some faith in it. It's like, it's like two <laughs> have years some worth of shows. Yeah. I'm going to watch it. And I've two got time. years worth Listen, of shows. Okay, so if anyone wants to come and see you, where can we see or you? anything like that? Like, where would you tell them to? I'm even asking for myself. Even me too. I want to come too. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> um, the next performance I have with my will is in October with mm. Rainbow Butter Club. But oh. that's in Brighton. Oh, okay. So if there's any Brighton people. I would, I would do that, yeah. Because I used to look at my train. I know, but right. like if we're going to trek just for like, well, I mean, we could I mean, oh, I would. make it a whole. Yeah. No, yeah. Should we do it? I'm going to do a little group trip. Yeah, that yeah. would be so it. fun. It's, it's two days before my birthday as well. It's, oh, I think nice. it's October the 22nd. Yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah. Do you know what? Well. We're coming down because Brighton is not far. It's not at all. Not, yeah. I used to work on that train and it's not far. Yeah. <laughs> I used to go like three times in one day. Yeah. So yeah, we're, we're, I'm down. Ugh, I need this all this stuff to go to like because it's not everyday club. We're trying to do other yeah. things yeah. apart from go to clubs mm-hmm. and you know it'll be good to go and like support like other queer people as well and what they're doing like and artists. It's not everyday yeah. to the club. Yeah. 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 So true. Yeah, it's not really to the club, isn't it? So yeah. that's the next one. For me, yeah. Yeah. The next one. Okay, cool. So everyone, make sure you're there. Where can they find tickets? Are you going to post on your socials? I probably will, yeah. I don't mm-hmm. think they've put out the information about the event yet. Yeah. But yeah. Okay, cool. And we will, we, will, uh, we will post it as well. Yeah, we'll post it as well. We're coming. Yeah, we're going to come. We'll post yeah. it. And you guys, if you're planning on doing a road trip there, you can't stay with us. So sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you are rude, but yeah. <laughs> Hundred percent, honestly. I'm Thanks. so so sorry, but yeah, thank you so much for coming and joining us. Thank you for having thank me. You. It's been amazing. Thank you. Right. Everyone else, thanks for listening. Which camera is it? You look at the camera. I don't know because the camera's okay. Thanks for listening, guys. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Make sure you leave a comment, subscribe, and leave a thumbs up if you are um listen on spotify make sure you follow us and if it's on apple music make sure you apple podcast make sure you rate and view us and guys i'm not seeing the hashtag enough yeah, make we sure spoke, to we spoke the about this we, we spoke, spoke about, about this at a live show we spoke about this at a live show and all of you promised us i've seen like two people use the hashtag please make sure you use the hashtag tutus podcast and conversation on twitter and until next week peace